this is a church building. The church building. The church building. But I want us to take a moment to remember. This is not the church. Not the church. The church is reaching out to the orphan and to the widow. The church is supporting human rights work around the globe. The church is showing our community who Jesus is through his hope. And his love. The church is you. Is you. Is you. This is a church building. This is not the church. The presence of God started in the garden. Moved to the tabernacle and then to the temple. And now the presence of God lives in his people. Lives in you. In you. In you. This is a church building. This is not the church. So whether we're meeting in this building, in this building, at a coffee shop, in a small group somewhere, out serving in the community, or just gathering together online, wherever we are, this is a church building. We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. Live episode two. Are you excited? Yeah. I assume you're screaming in your living rooms. Um, thank you so much for joining us on the live stream. It's good to be back, Ryan. Yes, I'm super excited for week number two because we're going to have some new faces with us tonight. I couldn't be happier. I know. I'm super pumped that they're joining us. We have six churches total joining us yeah. in this effort to continue to reach you students yeah. uh, with the love and gospel of Jesus during this quarantine <laughs> for teens. Well, for everybody. Wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. for yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> so go you're gonna to see tonight. We've we've also kind of we've leaned into the cheese, you know. The cheese. You know, cheese. The stinky, cheesy. stinky cheese. I hope not. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna add some games, some fun elements tonight. So I'm gonna throw it to a video as we transition into some other stuff. Pennsylvanians. Tonight marks about two weeks since things became very unusual in our country because of the COVID-19 pandemic. It also marks episode two of our very special broadcast for NEPA Live. Tonight we have six different churches um, from different denominations and different neighboring communities coming together to serve the students of Northeastern Pennsylvania. Things may be crazy Tom Banana Pants out there. But you can be assured that we have what it takes to thrive even under the most difficult circumstances. I'd like to welcome Apex students, C4 Charge, Living Water Youth Ministries, Restored Youth, Crossover Youth, Impact Student Ministries, and anyone else who's joining us on the stream tonight. I will be taking questions at this time. Yes, we are currently recommending the one sheet per person per visit toilet paper restriction. Um, it may sound inhumane, but if you finish your vegetables, you may be given a second sheet. Next question. <laughs> Simply put, um, no, I do not think you should drop out of school to open a restaurant. No matter how many episodes of Chopped or the Great British Baking Show you've been able to binge over the past two weeks. Next question. That is correct. Yes, uh, youth pastors have been advocating for social distancing for centuries now, especially at lock-ins, movie nights, and of any other potentially romantic situations. Now more than ever, we call upon you to do your part to leave room for the Holy Spirit, and now also 
for the coronavirus. Next question. That's a little personal, but um, no, this suit has never been dry cleaned ever. Next question. No, um, I do not expect a plague of frogs or of boils anytime soon. Um, just focus on trying to wash your hands for 30 seconds, one day at a time. Next question. Yes. Sure. I do understand that it is, it's easy at times like this to look for someone to blame. But I do not think in any way that this is Harambe's revenge. Or a punishment for letting the Bachelor franchise get to 30 seasons. Or a result of the birth of baby Mr. Peanut. Or punishment that Tom Brady didn't just retire. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, there will be no more questions at this time. Thank you for joining us for tonight's broadcast of Fornipa Live and for tonight's State of the Youth Address. And remember, stay classy, stay home. Is that it? Okay, yeah. Just, I need to like sanitize or something. Hey guys, I'm Pastor DJ from Cross River Youth from Faith Church in Hazleton. I just wanted to welcome you to the stream tonight. We're going to transition over to a moment of reflection and worship. Before we did, I just wanted to ask if you would join me in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for the ability we have to do this, God, that even though with all this stuff going on, we can set aside a time and still get together to gather in your name, even if it's online. Lord, we know that where the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. So Lord, join us tonight. May your word transform us. Keep us safe, and we thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing well uh, this week. Uh, we are so excited to be back with you tonight, as we just said. And uh, it's very hard to follow uh, that State of the Youth address because these are the times that we're living in. And that last one really did hurt uh, about Tom Brady. So still, still coping and mourning over that. But anyway, hope you're doing well. Uh, tonight, we're doing something a little bit different with worship. We're trying to cut out uh, not cut out, I said cut down the amount of people we have here with us in the building, you know, just for uh, spreading uh, anything. We want to cut down on the number. But again, we want to uh, rethink kind of how we're going to do worship. So what we've done and what we've taken the opportunity to do is provide with you a Spotify playlist that you can listen to at home and worship along with uh, throughout the week. And each week, a different church or different leader is going to be taking over the playlist. So uh, that link to that Spotify playlist should be showing up in the comments at some point in this feed. So uh, you can go check it out there now or afterwards. Uh, probably afterwards is best. But again, uh, you can go check out uh, those those songs uh, for this week that you can listen to and worship with. So again, we're thinking a little bit differently this week. You know, we had awesome live worship last week, but again, uh, this week we're doing something a little different. And, and so tonight I wanted uh, to take a moment and, and to give you guys a song or, or look at a worship song together uh, that's really helped me in times in my life of fear, worry, and anxiety, um, you know, doubt, all those different feelings and emotions that I've 
coped with and gone through. Um, I know I shared my story of my wife and, and my baby being born last week, and this also kind of builds into that a little bit. But the song we're going to look at is on the playlist, and it's called Faithful by Elevation Worship. And this song, it just continues to point everything back to the goodness and the faithfulness of our God and how great and mighty he is. So I want us to look at, and you know, you can look up the lyrics as you go uh, if you would like, or just listen later, but it starts off uh, saying, when I felt the pain or felt like the burden was more than I could hold, when the whispers of worry overwhelmed my soul, you never left me alone, you were there all along. Let's unpack that a little bit together uh, tonight. It, it talks about burdens, and it talks about uh, all of us carrying burdens at some point in our lives. And, and for some of us, that's maybe uh, the guilt and the shame of our sin and, and what we've done in our past that, by the way, you don't have to carry anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Um, once you have a relationship with him, you can let go and release all of those things. We don't need to worry about guilt and shame and, and, and those things anymore uh, now that you have a relationship with Christ. And Jesus actually gives some instruction uh, to his disciples and his followers in the Bible over in Matthew 11. Check out this verse. It says in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Let me sum that up for you there. Jesus, he's, he's here, he's talking about all of the different um, laws and, and statutes that the Jewish people used to have to keep, which were like over 600 some, and kind of these rules that they had to follow. But, but Jesus is really just saying here uh, in this is, is saying that no amount of law keeping or, or, or obedient, like, good, like doing good or anything like that, no amount of those things can, can take us from our sinfulness and bring us to the level of holiness that our God has. No, nothing is good enough to do that. It's only through his son, Jesus, uh, who came to die for us and, and that we can have that relationship and, and him to make a way back for us to have that unity with God again. And, and so, again, only Jesus can do this, and it's because Jesus is God. And my good friends Wayne and Harlan are going to be talking about that in a little bit, so stay tuned for more about that. Jesus is God. Uh, but I want us to continue down through some of these words. It says the whispers of worry and maybe the what ifs, th these things can be overwhelming and they enter our minds and our hearts at, at unexpected times too. Uh, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I've woken up in the middle of the night just worrying about something before and having anxiety about things and to the point where it's given me panic attacks or caused me to dry heave or anything like that. But again, uh, all these things can be overwhelming, but Pastor Chris told us last week, as he preached from Luke 12, verse 25, it says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? The answer is no, guys. No, matter, no amount of worry, no amount of doubt or fear, no, none of those things can, can add anything to our lives. But, but what we can do is understand and know that God doesn't leave us alone in those worries and those anxieties. It says in Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. He's always with you guys. He doesn't leave us or forsake us. He's with us right now in the midst of this pandemic. He's with us right now in the midst of all of these things uh, that we are going through. And here's the chorus that I want us to look at. It says, you are faithful. Why should my heart be afraid? You are faithful. I know you're not going to change. You are faithful, faithful. 
We have a faithful God, so we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be worried. Your faithfulness extends to every generation as enduring as the earth you created. Psalm 119.90. And in Hebrews, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we serve a faithful and unchanging God. How awesome is that, guys? This is, I'm, I'm pointing you to these words and these verses because when we sing these worship songs, it's not just singing a song. These are truths about our Lord and our creator that we get to sing back and celebrate him for and his goodness and his glory. And the bridge of the song goes, oh God, my father, how great, great is your faithfulness. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercy never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. And finally, Psalm 145, verse 13, your kingdom, God, is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. Again, our God is faithful. It goes from generation to generation. He is good, and he is with us. He is for us. And please, please, please remember in these times to be encouraged and to worship the God, the only God who is faithful and who is with us in the midst of our worries. Check out this video. We've got a special treat for you today on Worship While You Wash. Worship While You Wash. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. 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 See you next time on Worship While You Wash. Worship While You Wash. Yeah, man, you, uh, you, you're looking good with that, Harlan. Um, I don't think we're... I'm just making sure that this is really sanitized, all right? So, hey, guys, welcome. Um, my name is Wayne Morgan. I work with National Network of Youth Ministries and hanging out with uh, Restored Youth. And uh, this is my friend Harlan. So. Hey, good evening, everyone. My name is Harlan Tabron. I'm the youth director at Mount Zion Baptist Church. Wayne, it's good to see you today, man. Oh, man, it's great to see anybody at this point in time. You know, <laughs> you're like, sure. oh, we, uh, you see people behind screens, but it's uh -huh. like, Harlan, how you doing? And you want to, yeah, you're like, no, nope, I don't think so. Not do today. Nope. Nope. Not today. for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> So I'm glad I was able to sing that song. It's a great song. That is who you are. All right. So, Wayne, you will never believe what happened to me this morning. I, tell me, bro. It was starting out as a great day, but I got a phone call from my bank, and the bank told me that my identity was about to be stolen. Ooh, criminals don't even take a day they, off. They, Come on. And I was, I was so worried and perturbed about that, and it, it, it was driving me a little bonkers, and it turns out that someone was making a uh, transaction from Canada. Whoa, uh, Canadians. $39.99 purchase online. 
It was declined. Good. Okay. Yep. But I ask you this question: Do I look like a Canadian to you? Well, I don't know what Canadians look like. Uh, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> well, I'm not a Canadian. I did not make that purchase. Uh, but my someone tried to be me. Man. You know, and they tried to be, and the only person who could be me is me. That's you, bro. Uh, so they were unsuccessful, thank God. Uh, but that, it was kind of God's way of even introducing this topic that we're going to be talking about today. Mm, cool. Uh, and the topic, it's called Jesus Is. Mm. And over the next couple minutes, we will talk to you about who Jesus is uh, through our identity. And how can we identify uh, who we are with, based on who God says that we are. So as I start this wonderful young lady. This is my daughter. Her name is Malani, and she's seven. And uh, she's the daughter of Harlan and Trisha, my wife, my lovely wife. Uh, she is the granddaughter of uh, Harlan Sr., my dad, Belinda, uh, Yvette, and Greg, my in-laws. I'm going somewhere, so follow me, right? Uh, she tracking. is the cousin, uh, and I got a lot of nieces and nephews, but she's the cousin of Khadijah, Will, Jordan, Julie, Jada, Ijane, Abel, uh, Tabron, Jay Lee. I got a lot of, I got a huge family. Tabrons know how to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and the sister of uh, Trace and my son and Corey, my other son. And she came to me one day uh, after school and she was sad uh, because someone in school had called her an idiot and also uh, hit her with a hat. Now, you're going to be talking about forgiveness in a couple minutes. But let's just paint this picture. I'm a girl dad, and I'm happy to be girl dad. Uh, but that Nobody young man who hit my daughter, mm -hmm. that put me on a, in, a, in an odd place. And uh, I had to ask God for forgiveness because I actually took a photo from her class photo, and I was trying to identify which one of these <laughs> knuckleheads was the one who hit my daughter. And uh, she needed a reminder. And, and here's the thing. Whenever something bad happens to us, it happens. But the Bible instructs us that uh, although things may not feel good, it works out for our good. And can you find the good in those certain situations that you, that you go through? And, you know, I used it as a teaching moment to help her to give her a reminder of her identity. You know, she is all those things that I, you know, she's the, the, you know, the niece and the, the sister and the daughter. But most importantly, she's the daughter of a king, the daughter of the most high God. And she needed a reminder of who she was. Uh, she also needed a reminder of whose she was. So who she was was Milani. Who she was was a daughter of the king. Um, there's power in identity. And what we're going to see here in our text, and this, this text is it's actually one of my favorite texts. You know, we're going to be talking about uh, the disciples are having a conversation with Jesus. And Jesus asked the disciples a question. And the question is, I love it when Jesus asks a question. Because here's the thing, Wayne. Uh, I, I, Jesus knows the answer to the question. It's like a trick question every <laughs> single time. You're like, what, what is it, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when he asks us those questions, and we, when he asks the question to his disciples, he was uh, trying to get them to reveal their heart, what they really thought, what they were really uh, thinking, what they really thought about him. Jesus knew who he was. He knew his identity. My daughter, she needed a reminder. We sometimes need reminders of who we are in Christ. Mm. Jesus, the Son of God, did not need that reminder. So let's go into our text. And our text this evening is Matthew 16, 13 through 16. And, it, and it's, it's so poignant. 
when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, that's a hard thing to say. I know. I try to say it three I, times that's fast. That's why I gave that one to you. <laughs> he asked his disciples, who do people uh, say the Son of Man is? You know, asking the question. And they replied, some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And so when he asked the question, the initial was, who do people say that I am? It's kind of a broad question. And he was asking it to the disciples and wanting to see what they thought, what, uh, what people had said that he is. 15 is when it gets really personal. And that's what's really cool about our relationship with Christ, is that although there are billions of people in this world, he takes time to care and to think about us. The Bible talks about the, 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 the hairs on our head are numbered. You know, the Bible talks about us being fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, it's intricate design. It's not by happenstance that we are who we are. God created us in his image even. Uh, so the characteristics that he shows, forgiveness being one of those characteristics, are things that we also have the ability to do. But in 15 it says, uh, but what about you? Getting personal. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And Simon answers the question, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. The text later reveals that uh, Jesus says, you know, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but the Holy Spirit, uh, the Spirit uh, showed that to you. Uh, and on this truth, the truth of Jesus being the son of God, he will build his church. That is a fact. Jesus is saying that, you know what, I am the son of God, and that is the, the base of how everything else should operate. And that brings us to the fact that because he's the son of God, um, we can know that Jesus is our forgiveness. And I've experienced the forgiveness of God. I've experienced the, uh, you know, because of the fact that he is God, I've experienced that warm embrace when I've made a mistake. You know, raise your hand if you've ever made a mistake out there in, in internet land. I've made tons of mistakes, but I've been always uh, hugged in warm embrace by our Father, Jesus, uh, who says that uh, all my sins are forgiven. And so I'm going to toss that over to you, my friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I think whether people knew it or not, the scriptures are all full of these conversations and the people were flocking to Jesus because there was something so different about Jesus. You know, Jesus wasn't, wasn't this ordinary guy. He was, he was a miraculous teacher. When he spoke, things made sense to yeah. people. And so when we start talking about Jesus, the people knew he was drastically different from the rest of the religious leaders. He was one of those guys that when he spoke, people were taking note. And so when, when, Peter is, is exclaiming this. He's like, you're, you're awesome. And I can imagine the high five. You know, it'd be like, yo, what's going on? We can't do it. No, no, but, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, we can't take the clicker. And uh, what happens is, is what we see is that Jesus is constantly having these conversations with people. And he's having these expectations that are way beyond what the rabbis of the day would have had. And so uh, I was... I was uh, reading this, this, um, this story is incredible. And one of the things I want us to be very cautious of, please, please, please don't dehumanize the scriptures. These are, these are accounts where someone had an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. What would it have been like to be there? So this account, it says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, after a couple days, he was in this house. And in this house, all of a sudden, he's, 
starts to teach it, and there's people that just flood inside of this house. And as people flood inside this house, there, all of a sudden there's no more room, but a few friends mm-hmm. knew there was something different about Jesus. They knew that he could do something way beyond what the other teachers could do. So they brought their friend on a mat. And they see that this is completely stopped up, but they weren't going to let that slow them down. They knew that who could help their friend was inside. And it, and it says here that uh, they figured out that they couldn't get there, so they dug a hole in the roof. Now, for some of us, we don't recognize that, you know, you think about digging a hole through the shingles in your house, and you're like, dude, that's crazy. But the reality was, this is a, a Middle Eastern house, and it would have been one of those that you could climb up onto the roof, even with a friend on a mat, and you would have had the ability to put him down without letting him slide off the shingles. Can you imagine that? Just be like, oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> we'll be back down for you after we Good get try. the hole in the roof. Yeah, next time. So, and they, they start digging. And can you imagine how obnoxious this would have been? Like, this is, this is next level weird. Like, can you imagine, you, there's, there's the baby that cries and everybody in church kind of gives this look at the people who the baby's crying for. But this is like all of a sudden the roof, there's a noise on the roof. And then all of a sudden particles start falling down. You know, think about on the inside. There would have been like this commotion going on on the roof. And then all of a sudden they're sitting there going, wait a second, there, there's like some giant rat on the roof. There's something going on that is, that is going to be coming through the roof at any second. And, and I can imagine what it would have been like, but Jesus is teaching and hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this hole of light broadens up, and this man starts to be stuffed down through this little hole. Just think about that. Like, how awkward of a moment would that have been? You see somebody's rear end start lowering through the ceiling. You know, like... What would your pastor do if that happened on Sunday morning? You know, it would be really awkward. And it says that uh, Jesus, Jesus was standing there. And if you have your Bibles, you can read Mark 2, verse 4 through 5 here. He, um, Jesus sees what goes on. And he says he sees the faith of it, the friends. And as he sees the faith of his friends, he, this man comes all the way to the ground. And he says, my child, your sins are forgiven. Like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's not what we came for, Jesus. Like, we did not come to be forgiven. All right, we, we came for something that was very, very tangible. We want our friend to walk. Like, we want a miracle to happen. But what we didn't realize is that while we are looking for the temporary solution, God is always looking at our eternal need. Like, what's happening for this man was that he was being, are still your chores. You need to take your garbage out. You're like, I didn't realize that. That you missed the mark, right? The sin of omission. And then there's the sins where you're defiant, where you're like, God, I'm going to be the boss. You can't tell me what to do. And I've never had that problem. Have you, no, Harlan? No, like, no, yeah. I've never been like, God, I don't like your ways. Earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> there's always those points in our life where we're like, hey, I want control here. I don't know about you, but this corona thing has really let me remember I'm not in control. You know, there's, there's so much more out there. The only thing I can control is 
my own emotions in the circumstances. And so we've, we've got this, this man who, who he either committed a sin of omission or he sin, a sin of commission. Mm-hmm. And Jesus forgives him. Now, the people there didn't recognize that he had sinned. I assume the church broke YouTube. Um, that's all I, the evidence just points to that. So um, I'm hopefully we're going to get you to a video here. Hopefully you're joining, getting some viewers back on YouTube Live. Thank you so much for joining us on take two of part two of episode two for NEPA Live. We're going to hit you with a video right about now. How's everyone doing tonight? My name is Tom. Um, I'm with Cross Creek Community Church, and uh, Brian asked me to lead you guys in a prayer uh, to close out this evening. And uh, so let's go to him in prayer. Father God, we do thank you for this evening to where we're able to get together and worship you. Father, we thank you that you were um, three in one and that uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit can come together and we can we can worship someone who is a triune being knowing that we are made in the likeness of him. Father, we praise you for what you are doing in this nation. We praise you for knowing that uh, we are serving a live God who can hear us, um, and who can answer our prayers. Father, we ask you to please guide and direct all of us, Lord. Give us safety, give us peace, and give us hope through this time. Um, Father, would you please just bless us, Lord. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for um, hearing our prayers. Lord, we ask you to please just guide and direct all of us, Lord, in our lives and give us the motivation to live godly lives, to search after you, and to seek your face during this time. Thank you, God, for what you have done and what you will do. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. I am super excited for this coming up. We are going to be hosting the first ever Northeast PA Rock, Paper, Scissor Challenge. Each week, we're going to combine different videos at random submitted by students doing rock, paper, scissors. We'll put them up against each other. We'll make a tournament. There'll be a, a chart. There'll be everything. It'll be weekly. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. You'll want to be a part of it. We put together a short compilation showing you how it's done. How do you get in on this challenge, you're asking? Well, simple. Post a video on social media with the hashtag 4NEPA challenge. In the description, put your name, your youth group, and share a link to this video. We'll select you guys and we'll put them up at random and we'll see who becomes the Northeast PA Rock, Paper, Scissors champion. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're so glad to have you for episode two for NEPA Live. Hey, we had some technical difficulties, but we're all here together. So thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.